1: morning everybody you are tuned in to the roto grinders nba morning Grind podcast i'm justin carlucci alongside of keith eister the sad bears fan how you doing buddy hanging in there
2: yeah man nothing surprising from this group anymore uh it's it's time for mr naggy to move on there's no question about that but uh just an ugly loss too many dumb penalties dumb turnovers um it's i don't know to be expected down the stretch here uh this team is has kind of quit as of a couple weeks ago so I'm not surprised by it. All good. We'll look ahead to next year, right? Eh?
1: Yeah, and we could talk some basketball to to get your mind off. Some That's things. right. Yeah. Five games on tonight's NBA slate. The Brooklyn Wizards game originally scheduled for Tuesday has been postponed because, quite frankly, I think the Nets are running out of G-leaguers and free agents to call up. So five games, pretty condensed slate. Tell you what. I didn't dabble in a ton of NBA on Monday, but uh, Joel Embiid had himself a night. That's for sure. 40-plus real points. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And John Morant's back. What do you think about Ja coming back? Good for the game,
2: at least. Yeah, no doubt. He's, uh, I mean, one of the most exciting players in the the game. So much fun to watch. So good to have him back, for sure.
1: He comes back and they lose to OKC. (laughs) I don't know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway. Let's talk about these five games here. Uh, The first 7.30 Eastern game, Indy at Miami. You just look at that game and you say, grind it out, gritty, kind of low-scoring, punch-for-punch affair. We don't have a total on it. One-point spread, though, right now. Of course, Jimmy Butler and Bam are out. Tyler Hero has a questionable tag. And now P.J. Tucker's out. So we're kind of dealing with some of this Same suspects, same cast of characters that we've been talking about for the past two weeks. But if P.J. Tucker misses, that opens up some new doors for playing time. And if Tyler Hero also doesn't play, boy, we got a G League team running out here for Miami Keith, potentially.
2: Yeah, um, this one's tough. I think it is definitely dependent upon the Hero news. Um, If Hero's out, you got to look at Kyle Lowry. Um, he's been playing really well with, without many of his friends available to him. So got to look at him. Gabe Vincent's price is up to 5800 on DraftKings. That's, that's an enormous price tag for Gabe Vincent when you look at it. But he has shown he's capable of putting up like 35 fantasy points. So I don't know. I don't love that price on him. But if Hero is out, I think you can look at him. Um, with, with Tucker out, I think Dedman is is in play. I'm not sure if I'm going to take a look at any of the other bigs for um, super value year seven, maybe, but um, yeah, pro- probably won't go that low. Um, Struce has shown a little bit of interest, like has been inter- interesting the last couple of games, I should say. Um, so I think obviously you need hero out to be able to consider him, but if he out again, I think he has to be in the conversation.
1: Agreed. And Caleb Martin, as of right now, real late Monday night, is still out maybe that'll change i'm not sure but if martin plays i think i'm a little less interested in streus but you're right if tyler hero sits again i think it's time you could quote unquote chase Struess because it's gonna get a ton of minutes he loves putting the ball up uh, and at his price 57 you can be kind of scoring dependent and still get there it's not like he's 7k and he is for the most part a little scoring dependent I gotta get a, a DraftKings price on him. I don't know. Do you have it in front of you by any chance?
2: I do. It's forty-seven hundred. Oh
1: yeah, fifty-seven on FanDuel. You could probably you could make a case to play him with Tyler Hero at forty-seven. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I don't mind that. Um, he's been at thirty-four minutes each of the last two games. I don't think he'd get over thirty minutes if Hero was in there, um, but he, he'd be fine. I mean, at that price tag, probably coming off the bench with the second unit. So. Yeah, I think you could still look at him, even if you're all
1: Yeah, I know this isn't the same Miami team defensively. Do you have any interest in Sabonis or Brogdon or Miles Turner or Karis LeVert, who are all priced accordingly, I guess I would say. You know, they're, they're fair. They're what, they're what they should be, most likely. I mean, Sabonis, you would, one would say maybe he's a little cheap, but don't forget, he played a lot of – you know, last season and in the beginning of this season without uh, Lavert or whatever Oladipo's situation was, whatever year that was. Everything's just blending together at this point. Uh, You know, but he was 10K pretty much at one point, but that was without another high usage guy on the court for 35 minutes. Now he's got to deal with Lavert as well. So I think 9K is okay for Sabonis. Going to give you a high floor pretty typically. So I don't know. Miami, this game is just so just seems slow and stupid. <laughs> I guess <laughs> nothing I really want to target, but if the value opens up on the Miami side, you know, they could score 95 real points, but if you pick the right pieces, they could still hit.
2: Yeah. This indie team is um, priced up actually. I'm drafting. So bonus is at ten-six on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I like, I can't do that. There's, there's no upside left there at 10, six for me. Um, I never really liked playing Brogdon. Laverde is priced at 7,800. I don't, I don't think I want to go there either. He's been playing much better here recently. Um, So I I guess of the top three, Lavert would be the one I'd take a chance on. Uh, I will note Duarte's price on DraftKings is also 4,900 off bench. Um, And he did play really well in that matchup against Detroit. Um, So I don't mind that as a value option at 49. Yeah,
1: 51 on FanDuel. I don't hate it either. I think Miles Turner just on his blocks alone on FanDuel is is the guy I would have more heavily in my GPP pool rather than these other guys we talked about, you know, look at his log, four blocks, five blocks, three blocks, you know, what if he scores 20 real points, one of these games? I mean, we've seen him do it a couple of times this season. So uh, I think it's Turner for me, if anybody on this uh, indie team, unless we get more news, which with the way things are going, there's a high (laughs) probability that that might happen. So I think I think we pretty much nailed everything. With you know, look for the Miami news. If Heroes out, you know, some things will certainly open up. And what's Gabe Vincent on DraftKings, Keith?
2: He is worry. all the way up at fifty eight hundred.
1: Same price on FanDuel. If Heroes out, do you have any interest in him there, or is it just a bit too much for him?
2: I think if Heroes out, you have to have some interest because he's shown the ability to approach forty fantasy points. Like it's not a price you ever thought you would want to pay for Gabe Vincent, but um it's a five game slate yeah obviously dependent upon the value that opens up but um, if you don't get a ton of value that opens up i think he's in play
1: if he out i feel like lowry Struce, and vincent if i'm multi-entering i'm setting build rules to two max i can't see three of them getting I right. like that two of yeah. them could but five gamer you needed some things to go right <laughs> you know if you're gonna play two of them so yeah just my thoughts dwayne deadman keith any interest there
2: uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you mentioned P.J. Talker's out of this game. I think there's um, some upside on the rebounds for Deadman in this spot. Uh, not really excited about the price, 5,300 on, on DraftKings, but I think he's priced about where he should be. Uh, there might be a little upside there.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he's kind of you know, boomer bust. Either he's good or he's terrible. Uh, there's no yeah. in-between with between deadman. So So uh, tournament play only as of right now. Uh, all right, we'll move on here. Game number two, 730 Eastern, Detroit. At New York, both teams dealing with injuries, protocols, or a little bit of both. The visitors, Cade Cunningham, has been fantastic. 7,700. There's no Jeremy Grant in the equation. You know, you look on that log, he has two near 50 games on FanDuel over his last four. It might be a little uncomfortable seeing, you know, 77 to probably, I'm assuming he might even be 8K on DraftKings if I had to guess. I don't know. Keep going, 8,600. <laughs> oh, okay. So where do you go there? Is he still in your pool, and, and to what degree?
2: I don't love the matchup against this Knicks team. Um, and, that yeah, the prices definitely come up, but he has shown a 50-point ceiling here. Um, it's slight interest. The short slate helps a little bit. I think if it was a 10-game slate, I wouldn't probably have any. Um, but I don't know. I, I have a little interest, not not a ton.
1: I like think at seventy-seven, you could play him on Fanduel, and uh, he's coming off a serious clunker. But that was probably his worst game of the year with with real minutes. So I don't mind his floor, although it's a tough, slow matchup, as you kind of alluded to. Like we don't really yeah. target teams against the Knicks, but it, with that role and that usage, I, I do still have some interest. But love the the price on Fanduel opposed to what he got going over there on DraftKings for sure. <laughs> rest rest of this team, you know. We just said we don't really want to target much against New York unless there's some elite value or a high-end score, and Cunningham falls into the high-end usage scoring guy. Isaiah Stewart, so volatile, just isn't the same, you know? Last year, he was kind of mashing for quite some time. Detroit is a mess, and they're, and they're learning. Sadiq Bay is probably the play here. 5,200 on FanDuel. Mega minutes, 36 minutes each of the last three. He had a real clunker in his first game without Jeremy Grant, and then he just – we're talking like 23 plus real points, peripherals, the whole nine. Sadiq Bey is, is too cheap, 5,200, uh, although I, I hate the matchup. But, you know, he is the the, the second option now uh, on this team. Uh, what do you got for Sadiq Bey on DraftKings, and are you interested?
2: 6,500 on DraftKings. Not, not as attractive, but I think you'd still – have to be interested. Um you mentioned the minutes and that's since Jeremy Grant uh has been out of the lineup, he's getting into the the mid to the upper 30s in the minutes. Uh so he's probably still a little bit underpriced for that role, even though the price is higher on DraftKings. Don't like like we said, don't love the matchup. Um, but if he's a little underpriced you can you can stomach playing him even in a tough in a tough matchup. So I, I do like Sadiq Bay a good bit.
1: Yeah much affordable price on FanDuel you know, big discrepancy there. So I think Sadiq Bay is, is the fan duel play, but you know, you can overpay for him a little bit and, and hope he gets there. Just a a tough matchup at those prices on DK. I'm probably playing only one of those between Cunningham and Bay. I just uh, to be a little bit more comfortable there.
2: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that it's unlikely both of them get there due to the matchup um, and their price tags. Like, like you need you would need really good games out of both of them. And I, I just don't see that happening against the Knicks.
1: The rest of this rotation is enough to drive you a little bit crazy here. Is there anybody else on Detroit, these sidecar pieces that you have any interest in?
2: No, I don't, I don't think I'm touching it in this matchup. Um, it's, it's too difficult to figure out. I, there's going to be better spots on the slate where we can chase some value. Um, yeah, just, I don't think I'm interested in it, in anybody.
1: All right, Keith, how about the New York Knicks and Tom Thibodeau decided to insert Kemba Walker back in the rotation over the weekend. So, uh, you know, Derek Rose is a GTD and that is integral news. He is like a GTD. Sometimes they just stick guys with these tags and they end up probable or doubtful. It's just kind of the label they have on FanDuel or DK, but he is a game time decision. I don't know. Tom Thibodeau, we know what he does. He runs his starters into the ground. It doesn't matter if you missed about 20 games and you were out of you were so bad that you're out of the rotation. He puts Kemba Walker back in and plays 37 minutes <laughs> after picking up two fouls in the first 4 minutes. I thought he was dead, Keith. If Kemba
2: Walker's in, are you in? Yeah, I mean obviously I think you need Rose out to be able to trust that he's going to be in the rotation yeah, if you want him in the starting lineup. Um, 5,200 is a fine price if he's going to play 30, 35 minutes. I'm, I'm totally fine with that.
1: Yeah. You know, Alec Burke's playing monster minutes too, but again, a guy you need Rose out to play, I think, especially if Kemba's back in the equation and if Rose, this could be so tricky because Rose is, you know, if he comes off the bench, does Kemba still get ran into the ground? I mean, there's going to be a lot of coach speak and a lot of beat writer speculations. And we might, if Rose is in, I think we're going to see a varying difference in opinions across the industry, unless we hear that Kemba's out. Like still having that unknown to see if he's involved. Like Kemba could start. If Rose plays and Kemba starts, like would Rose come off the bench? Like, I don't know, is he throwing Alec Burks into the equation as their starting point guard is the reason Kemba got knocked out. And I tell you what, Alec Burks was really good for about two weeks. Then he's been kind of just, just another guy. He he kind of regressed to, you know, the guy who's a decent pro, but he wasn't on that toward stretch that he originally was. And maybe there's another changing of the guard here. I don't know. The trade deadline is in almost one calendar month. Maybe he wanted to give Kemba some time off so he didn't get injured again. Or like, are you gonna trade Kemba? I don't know. I'm surprised he's even in New York. I I don't understand. I I don't understand. And I don't. I know. I don't understand anything
2: less than the New York Knicks situation right now. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to figure out. Who knows what Thibodeau is doing here? Um, and Kemba entering the rotation again just makes it even more convoluted. So the, the price tag on Burks on DraftKings at 7600 is uh, there's no way I can pay that for what he's been uh, – the form he's been in recently. Now you have uh, Kemba if Rose is in there. I, I can't play Alec Burks at 7600 if Rose is
1: out, I guess we're on. We're playing. I mean, I'm I'm on Kemba fifty seven. If Rose is out, it gets super complicated. If Rose is in, if Rose is in and Kemba starts, I, I think it's just chaos. If there's no clear consensus or validation in pregame coach verbiage of what's going to happen, it could get really weird. But if Rose is out, I like Kemba fifty seven. I mean, is this price similar over in DK?
2: Yeah, he's 5200 on on DK. So one of the few players that's actually cheaper on DK. He's a, wow. he'd be a great value if he's in the lineup on DK.
1: Yeah, so give me give me your final verdict here. If Rose is out, are you like do you like Kemba then? Yeah, I do. Okay. And then we're just it's kind of like TBD if Rose is in and Kemba still starts, like good luck kind of thing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, as long as Kemba's in the starting lineup, I feel pretty good about it just because, I mean, that, that kind of tips Thibodeau's hand of, of how he intends to run the rotation, and you alluded to it. We know he likes to to play his starter's big minutes. So um, as long as Kemba's in the starting lineup, I'd be in on him.
1: Don't know if R.J. Barrett's going to come back or not. Maybe that affects some things. I mean, you know, he likes to get his shots up. He's, I don't know what he's averaging off the top of my head. He's good for, you know, a dozen shots a game maybe. Um, although, you know, if, if you give me 35 minutes of Kemba, I just don't think I care. And I think, I think he's fine, but we may not know the answer to that until, you know, six o'clock Eastern tomorrow or something like that. So anybody else on this next team that you have any interest in, you know, Evan Fournier post food poisoning. Yeah. Have any interest there?
2: I don't I don't think I want to chase Fournier. He's been he was really bad for a stretch. And then he, he exploded in that game against Boston. Um, just too inconsistent for me. I don't think I want to chase that big that big performance his last time out.
1: OK, you know, Julius Randle, 88 on FanDuel. I'm assuming he's more on DraftKings. I mean, he's typically always in play uh, at that price. But Kemba back definitely cuts into some usage for sure.
2: Love that price on FanDuel. I think you can definitely play him over there. 10-3 on DraftKings is, is pretty hard to swallow. Um, I don't know. He's a, he's a guy that, that plays big minutes. He can find a ceiling game, but, I mean, it, you'd, you'd need 50 out of him pretty much um, at 10-3. So it's, it's a tough price to pay on DraftKings.
1: Sounds like a really tough game to play anybody on DraftKings outside of Kemba, and that situation right. has to kind of break correctly for you. Yep, agreed. This one might have some more friendlier potential situations to roster some players in. The lone 8 o'clock Easter game, Portland at New Orleans. And Damian Lillard has a GTD tag next to him. Questionable for Tuesday's game against New Orleans. I think we can throw out all the concerns about Damian Lillard. I don't know what it was. There's speculation everywhere, Keith. You see it. I see it. We all see it. Is Dame unhappy? Is Dame playing hurt? Dame hates trade talks. Is Dame like Chauncey Billups? Blah, blah, blah. You know, then Dame gets on Twitter and says, why does everyone talk about me? Maybe it's because you're Damian Lillard. That's why everyone talks about you. (laughs) Uh, Two monster games in a row here. You know, 8,600, he's way too cheap on FanDuel. There's no CJ McCollum that I am aware of. Yes, not yet. So if Dame's in, love Dame. If Dame's out, I love some of these other pieces. Uh you know, help me break the situation
2: down with Portland. Yeah, a uh, good good matchup against New Orleans. Dame I I believe he's back. He's looked really good. Um 9800 on DraftKings that they DraftKings has definitely went the way of pricing up the stars this year. Uh, so it makes it a little bit more difficult to play them, but um he's one of the top spends on this slate for me, just the matchup and the way he's been playing recently, still no McCollum, uh, you know, you're going to see usage through the roof. Um, I, I, I loved him on the slate in this spot.
1: Yeah. Agreed. And, and Portland is playing New Orleans. My bad. I can't talk today. It's been a long, been a long couple of days. We've done a ton of shows, but I think Nurkic is interesting for tournaments. Of course, his minutes have been all over the place he's coming off a dud in 33 minutes against Memphis, but they're going to need his size against Valanchunas. And yeah, I'm scared of foul trouble for sure. But anytime Nurkic plays 32 to 35, I, I want shares. I want a lot of them and I want a lot of them at 6,300. So I think Nurkic is super interesting and we got some soft pricing on FanDuel It sounds like across the board compared to what uh, DraftKings has. And of course, Norman Powell's been good. He's the number two scorer on this team without Lillard. He's sixty three hundred. And if Lillard does not play, you're you're hitting the you're hitting the Norman Powell smash button in all formats tomorrow. It's it's pretty much it.
2: Yeah, if Lillard ends up out here, um, Portland's going to be your highest exposure team. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, definitely have some interest in Nurkic. It's nice to see him up over thirty minutes again. Um, he's a guy you're always concerned about them limiting his minutes. Um, but he's, he's been con- pretty consistently over 30 since, um, CJ has been out. So I think you, you can feel good about that. Powell is, is certainly in play. Don't mind that price tag at 6,400, even if Dame's in there, if Dame's out, he's probably the best play on the slate. Um, Simons has an interesting price, 4,500. Um, he hasn't gotten a ton of run in the last two, so maybe they've soured on him a little bit, um. Probably probably won't take shots just because he hasn't been over 20 minutes in the last two. But uh definitely like Powell, definitely like Nurkic.
1: Yeah, if Dame's in, I like all of them. And if he's out, I, I still obviously I like the whole team. Because exactly. Yep. Listen, I, I love to multi enter on Tuesday because on FanDuel you have Simons, Nance, Nasir Little, Robert Covington, all priced between five and six K tops. And Nasir Little is up a little bit at fifty seven, but there's a gp winner gpp winner in this bunch somewhere because these guys rack up the garbage stats the blocks and the steals you know robert covington makes a living off of it he might score 10 real points but he gets 18 points off blocks and steals you know it's like that like these guys that's what they do simon's more of a scorer. he's 5k he's going to be extremely popular if dame's out but between nance little and roco I, like I, i'm trying to figure out you know i'm going to Make build rules and lineup HQ or whatever you use, and I'm gonna have heavy exposure to these three guys. Not crazy, but I'm gonna be over the field on all of them, in my opinion, uh, just because I really think in this matchup, and if Damian Lillard's out, that there's a tournament winner in, in one of these three guys. I think.
2: Yeah, I, this is interesting because I mean, the, the first two games we talked about, it was very clearly, FanDuel um, pricing was softer. Uh, On the Portland side of this, on DraftKings, Portland is is way underpriced. You have Nance at forty six hundred, Simons at forty five hundred, Covington at forty three hundred, and Little at forty two hundred. Wow! So there is definitely somebody to play out of that group. The last
1: couple slates I I did the morning grind with Will Chief. It feels weird calling him Will with the Chief, (laughs) and like the pricing was so different for. For, for actually no it was the same for most of the games and there was one game that everything was different and this this might be the game where everything is different because all those guys you mentioned are a grand apart from from all the pieces on FanDuel and of course Lillard is it's weird they have Lillard backwards They have, the stars right. are up on DK uh, but cheaper on FanDuel and the role players are are priced up a little bit here so I don't I have no rhyme or reason to tell you which one of those guys is going to go off I you know you're going to have a couple guys who are going to lock button a few of them and if they hit the right buttons they're going to have a killer advantage like two of them are going to bust probably and two of them are probably going to smash like it's just that's probably what's going to happen if if Lillard's out I is there a rhyme or reason here Keith like they all get a ton of minutes they rack up peripherals and it's a great matchup so I don't know I don't
2: know how to how to rank them (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's hard to figure out who's, who's going to have the big game and when they're going to have it.
1: Well, if Lillard's out, Simons is is the scorer first guy. So I think people are most comfortable playing Simons. But mm-hmm. in terms of Roko, Nance, Little, I, like they just scrap. That's, they scrap and they occasionally hit some shots and grab boards. So that's why they're so volatile and extremely appealing for tournaments. For sure. Anybody else? I think we covered the whole damn team on Portland side. <laughs> yep, but I think... Talk to me about Brandon Ingram, who, who might be playing some of the best basketball of his life right now, Keith.
2: Yeah, he, he's been incredible um, for the last, I don't know, handful of games. Probably his last 10 games. Um, not not sure what's what uh, switch flipped or what's going on, but the peripherals look great. He's scoring a ton, um, playing a ton of minutes. Uh, he's only eighty nine hundred on DraftKings. I think that's that price is too low for the recent form he's been in. Um, this matchup against Portland is about as good as it gets. Portland, a notoriously notoriously bad um, defensive team, uh, just not much to say. I think I think Brandon Ingram is is one of the top plays of the slate.
1: I like Brandon Ingram quite a bit, especially if you're cramming in a bunch of Blazers. It makes sense to do a little bit of correlating there. Definitely. Yeah. Valanciunas, 7,800 on FanDuel. I mean, anytime he's under 8K, had do you not have interest in him? Just think, this is the same guy who couldn't get 25 minutes a game in Toronto, and now we're seeing 35-plus out of him most nights, which is awesome because he's a machine. So, like, Valanciunas. Josh Hart, 66 on FanDuel. I just can't stomach that. Devontae Graham at 64. You know, I understand he had two good games in a row finally, but I just can't pay 64 for Devontae Graham with – all these guys who are just a little bit cheaper who have similar upside that we just talked about. Talk to me about some of these other Pelicans, Keith.
2: Yeah. I like the valentinus play. Um, it, Nurkic, you mentioned a, a guy that can get into foul trouble. Um, valentinus is certainly a guy that can get him there. Uh, and Portland, I mean, don't I, I wouldn't trust somebody like like Nance or Covington if they had to, to cover valentinus So definitely like this matchup for valentinus Hart is 57 on DraftKings. I think that's that's playable, but definitely better than on FanDuel. Graham's 5,400, so he's cheaper as well. I I don't know what to do with Devontae Graham. He's so inconsistent. He's been really good at times and, and really bad at times. So I struggle with Graham, uh, but I'm perfectly fine playing some Hart. Um, that's, that's about, I mean, the matchup is great, but I probably don't want to go any deeper than that.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, just from hearing us talk, this is probably our favorite game of the night. Best yeah, possible agreed. game environment and some guys in uh, higher usage situations potentially here. So uh, we can move on though and talk about Minnesota and Dallas, who just played, by the way, Porzingis GTD, toe injury. This guy gets hurt all the time, Keith. He yeah. really does. So there could be some more value opening up on the Dallas side of things. And that's that's where it could get dicey. Uh, Jalen Brunson's all the way up to 7,300 now, which I am. I have doubts about his upside at 7,300. Talk to me. If Porzingis is out,
2: like, do you consider Brunson at 73 on FanDuel? I don't know. I still don't know if I would. 7,400 on DraftKings, So same, same price. Um, I think if Porzingis is out, you still have to consider him. Uh, it's, it's definitely tougher. It's, it's not the Brunson when he's, 5k and luca and porzingis are out and he just jammed him into every lineup um it's definitely you have to consider fading him at at this price tag for sure um but i I think i would still want a little bit of exposure just because he's he's shown a pretty big ceiling without luca there and and porzingis were to miss too i mean he's the guy
1: well they priced up tim hardaway as well he's 69 on FanDuel, and dorian finney smith has hit the 6k mark which is
2: just complete (laughs) vomit what are your thoughts on those two? I don't know what they're doing with Hardaway. They took him out of the starting lineup for a little while. Now it, he's back in there. Um, I think I want him in the starting lineup to run him out there at 6K. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he's probably right. If he's coming off the bench, I'm I'm just worried he's going to lose a couple of those, of those minutes. And it's going to be really difficult for him uh, to hit a ceiling off the bench, so. Uh, I think I want him in the starting lineup. I I do have some interest if that's the case. Um, and again, this is, if Porzingis is out, I think all these guys are are even better plays, but yeah. Um, Vinny Smith at, at 5k, another guy that's not fun to roster, but he's gotten there a couple of times as like we've seen depleted rosters throughout. Um, he's fine, just not an exciting guy to roster. Uh,
1: a low usage know, guy, I've, you know, he's yeah. kind of like those Portland pieces in a sense where just a little less productive typically, but he, Finney Smith, totally more of a DraftKings play at 5k than 6k on FanDuel. I think his upside is still capped, I, you know, even though he'll play mega minutes you know, Trey Burke kind of making himself relevant again, a little bit, Dwight Powell, 4,200, Maxi Cleaver's in protocol. So is Reggie Bullock. So Dwight Powell, if he starts, Again, another guy that's not fun to roster, but if Dwight Powell starts, you know, 4,200 on FanDuel, I think you need shares of him. I I thought maybe we'd see a little bit of Moses Brown. Remember him from last year? He was pretty good. He was like a 6,500-price player for quite some time for OKC, but instead of maybe giving him a shot, from what I'm trying to figure here, they went out and signed good old Marquise Chris. Talk about blast from the past. So, man, are we going to get, like, 20 minutes of marquee Chris or something stupid. And is he just going to go off and have like five blocks, you know, as he does sometimes I, this could be an interesting situation if poor Zingis sits at this point, I just kind of hope he plays. So we don't have to worry about all the rest of that garbage.
2: Yeah. It, it's tricky to figure out here. Powell is a guy they don't ever really want to run out there more than 20 minutes. So I would, I mean, I know 3,200, if he's in the starting lineup, he probably has some interest, but not a guy. I want to chase a ton of Moses Brown would, would be very interesting. Um If he starts,
1: I, I, I'm in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. He's been priced on DraftKings So I, I would definitely be in, even if there were some rumors floating out there about him potentially seeing some extra run, I, I would be happy to take some stabs in.
1: Yeah. If we saw like, Hey, 20 minutes potentially for Moses yeah. Brown, I, I don't mind. Maybe, maybe the Marquis thing was for some depth on a, on a night where they know they're going to miss some bodies potentially, it's either that or they just hate Moses Brown. And if, you know, you keep Moses Brown on the roster, he's been there a lot longer than Marquise Chris. I would I would just hope that he's ahead of a guy they're just picking up in the pecking order here. So, yeah, there's a chance. I mean, if Moses Brown starts, like you said, even if he backs up Powell and what if Powell gets in foul trouble? I don't know. Carl Towns, usage guy, going to go right at him. We're going to segue into that conversation because Towns is the guy who should have had a field day the other night against Dallas, uh, you know, 24-7-6 and six is fine, but uh, didn't hit that points prop that I love that he hit against the Lakers and had a pretty poor shooting night, had some foul trouble. But if Porzingis is out for real, like, we could see a 30-bomb real points out of Cat. And although, you know, he's 99 on Fanduel, I think that price is warranted. I, I don't mind a, a bounce-back spot here for Towns.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I know we had a show or something the day of this matchup, uh, and we were both on him that day. He didn't quite get there for us, but I'm, I'm going to go right back to him too in this spot. I, it's just too good of a spot.
1: Yeah, I, I'd rather play him than D'Angelo Russell with Anthony Edwards out in this matchup, and I don't mind Russell, and sure, he could pop off, but Dallas plays slow, so I'd rather take the post guy who doesn't always need pace to get there. And uh, that, you know, there's about 100, and I don't know, probably 180-minute sample size now off the top of my head this season, Carl Anthony Towns without Anthony Edwards, and he gets like a 5% usage bump and uh, a few points increase, real points per 36 minutes, like real points, like I think four to five real points per 36 more with Edwards off the court. That's off the top of my head. Check Roto Grinder's court IQ tool and and let me know how off I am. But I think it's close. There's a, a real tangible increase here for Towns. Without Anthony Edwards so I'm right there with you there's some other situations though protocol situations on Minnesota other than Edwards we have Jared Vanderbilt who's been spectacular in protocol and Patrick Beverly so what are we going to do here with the rest of these Timberwolves they're shorthanded
2: yeah they are Um, Malik Beasley is the one that I'm interested in Uh, saw him get over 30 minutes in the last two games He's 4,800. I think there's some there's some upper upside at that price. Uh, he jumped into the starting lineup in the last game. I think he's definitely there again with no Beverly. Um, so I, I have quite a bit of interest in Malik Beasley as a value play.
1: You know, we were talking about McDaniels, and he plays a lot of minutes, but he just kind of stinks. He doesn't always produce. But, <laughs> you know, when you're 3,800, you can walk into two steals and a block and, and be fine. But, man, will they give Jalen Noel a little bit more run? He's been really good this season when he's had court time on a per-minute basis here. If he sees, you know, 25 minutes, he has a chance to really crush at 4K. I know we're talking about a guard here, and I just segued from forward to guard, but Patrick Beverly missing is is big. You know, he was playing a significant role for this team. So do you have any interest in our guy Jalen Noel, Keith?
2: Yeah, I could see him getting a little extra run here. Um, but, I mean, Beverly was playing a good chunk of minutes. Those those have got to go somewhere. Um, I think Noel would be next up. So, yeah, I'm definitely interested.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're down Beverly. You're down Edwards. Uh, you know, you're down Vanderbilt, who's just another body. Um, but the last, what, four games, Noel was seeing 17 to 20 minutes with Beverly seeing – Right. at least 29 minutes. So I think it might even be fair to project him at like 23 minutes, something like that. Maybe, maybe in room to grow, maybe more.
2: Yeah. I think there's, there, there would even be upside on that for sure. Maybe, maybe he's
1: sneaky. I don't know. I, you know, may, it's late here. Maybe he's going to be complete chalk and I, I just can't piece it together, but um, he might just be one of those guys where we just haven't seen enough. The public hasn't seen enough to label him. Maybe the models won't pick up on it. I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure we won't be the only ones talking about Jalen Noel, but I'm also pretty sure he won't be the most popular piece on, on Tuesday, <laughs> especially if like Lillard plays. I'm fan because he's 8,700, you know, he's going to get hammered in there for 50 plus percent ownership at point guard. So where do you fit Noel into that equation? I, I don't really know because if Derek Rose is out, then you got Kemba and you got Lillard, you know, much higher floors in theory than Jalen Noel. So could be interesting
2: yeah I like a, definitely have to I don't read the beat reports and things like that to see see how they plan to utilize this rotation uh, but definitely worth keeping an eye on
1: okay I agree anything else from this game or do you want to head on to the late night not so much hammer game
2: um, I think that about covers it for that one all right so the Lakers
1: as if the nightmare season couldn't get any worse, they're going to be without Anthony Davis. And they've already started segueing into that time period. He was going to miss a couple of weeks. LeBron is doing the best he can to rate this ship. Uh, his game log has been good for the most part. 61, 61, 61, 36, 42, 61. He likes that 61 number quite a bit. So, lebron james i don't care what the matchup is uh all formats you have to consider him uh, talk to me about king james here And what is his price on dk is he the highest price player
2: he is at 11-1 i believe he is the highest pr- price player on the slate that's correct because luka okay. is out
1: okay so what are your thoughts i mean obviously less than ideal matchup here but clearly he is the alpha on this team again, without Anthony Davis and a super increased, you know, usage role situation. Is he, is he the top play or is he the safest play despite the tough matchup?
2: Yeah, I think, um, cash games, you, you definitely have to consider him. Uh, the floor is just massive here, um, with no Anthony Davis going to get all the usage, um, they're still upside. I mean, you were, you were rattling off some game logs there. I mean, he's been regularly into the sixties. So he's, he's absolutely in play. One of the best plays on the slate. Um, it's just what I want to do with the rest of the team is what I can't figure out. But LeBron is, is absolutely in play.
1: I I just, I refuse to play Russell Westbrook until I see like (laughs) 55 out of him. He's nine, eight on FanDuel and I understand. And I'm glad he's nine, eight because if he was like, how do you praise Lillard, Lillard at 87 and Westbrook at 98? <laughs> yeah,
2: that doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: No, I mean, Westbrook's without McCollum, right? I, what, like, what more do you need? But I, I just can't play Westbrook. I, like, I don't think this is the game where he gets that you know, that 60-bomb high-end triple-double that we're looking for, and he might not. With LeBron on the court stealing those peripherals, he, just, he might not get that. Do you have any take on Westbrook?
2: Just same as you, I, I can't play him. Um, just doesn't, doesn't fit well with LeBron. They're both like ball-dominant players that need to create for themselves. Um, well, I mean, LeBron cr- creates for others, but Westbrook isn't a guy that, that plays well off the ball. So it just doesn't work very well together. I'm on I'm I'm Westbrook as well.
1: Dave, Devin Booker is back, and that game was a blowout against Charlotte. He actually played one more minute than Chris Paul, two more minutes than Chris Paul, 7,500 on FanDuel. I'm loving that price. I'm willing to roll the dice and assume that he's good for, you know, 33, 35 minutes at 75 on FanDuel. I don't need 40 at a Booker, but you're going to give me that Russell Westbrook high pace offense. I think 75 is a great price for Booker and, and maybe, I know we're, we're in 2021 and there's a bunch of tools across the industry and it's hard to, to slip one by anybody, but maybe he's a little less owned just because it's his second game back and you're seeing 24 minutes on the game log or whatever it is. But I'm willing to, to take a crack at 7,500 Devin Booker in, in, this, in this pace of this matchup. What is he on DK, Keith? He's
2: 8,500 over on DK. Okay, um, Still in play, I think but do you think he gets a full run of minutes? Uh, I mean, it didn't seem to be that there were any, any restrictions, just that the game got away from him um, or they were, I mean, they were blowing out Charlotte and decided to pull him. Is that that's, pretty much where you're
1: That's my mind? best guess. I mean, yeah. Chris Paul played about the same. Uh, yeah. DeAndre Ayton, 23 minutes, absolutely crushed in 23 minutes. I don't mind Ayton either. I think Booker's a fantastic tournament play on DraftKings because uh, that's you know, that's the price zone where no one maybe there's a little hesitation to play him, a little sticker shock off the bat on a slate where maybe Dame's a fantastic play, maybe a pay up for LeBron, maybe you can't fit Booker at that price. I think that's an interesting spot for, for Booker over there on DraftKings at that price.
2: I like it. Yep. Um Aiden I'm interested in as well without A D in there. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think they want to play DeAndre Jordan very much. So <laughs> Aiden should, should have his way inside on the Lakers.
1: Yeah. They're running some like small ball, LeBron five stuff, right? Like, yeah. It's it's getting weird over there, but that's a huge leg up for every. You know, you take Davis off the court, say what you want about him. You pick on him. Everyone picks on him. You see the, the burning money gifts and the memes, um, you know, and sometimes I contribute to that. I'm, I'm sorry to bully you. Sometimes Anthony Davis, I, I don't mean it. You're a great <laughs> pro uh unfortunately you're just not available often that that hurts defensively that the paint is is fairly clear i mean you know what deandre jordan and first of all dwight has covid then deandre jordan is a shell of a rim protector of 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 what he was when he was playing with his buddy chris paul over there so i think that's huge for phoenix yep chris paul um you know just i didn't like what I saw without Booker, I think we talked about this, didn't have that increased role we, you know, the industry kind of looked for off the bat. And I have no reason to really play him now, other than <laughs> see what I'm doing here, other than potentially a matchup against Russell Westbrook, who turns the <laughs> ball over at an extremely high rate and you get three points for steals on FanDuel. And when does Chris Paul get there when he has like these five steal games? I think. I think there's uh, there's interest in the Suns, but again, I'm, I'm setting my build rules here. Like you can't play eight and Chris Paul and, De- and Devin Booker together. It, uh, they're just not all going to get there. Most likely never say never, but it's just not rational to do that. Their upside will be capped. Can you play two of them? Sure. I mean, you need some points, but big pace up spot here. Uh, I think I-, I would definitely have shares of, I guess the big three in Phoenix.
2: Yeah. I, I struggle with Paul. I don't, I don't think I'll get there. Um, He's 9,100 on DraftKings. Hmm. Um, with Booker back, I don't know. I, I don't think I want to go back to him at, at that price.
1: Carmelo had a really nice game on the Lakers side of things against Chicago. Not a huge minutes boost, and I don't have uh, the usage numbers in front of me. We took 17 shots. I'm assuming there was a usage uh, bump there without AD. and I know you mentioned him. Uh, as as a as an interesting play and he's 50, 53 on FanDuel small forward and power forward eligible do you have any interest in Carmelo
2: yeah i do uh 4600 on DraftKings um uh, oh, yeah. played thir- played 30 minutes in the last game you mentioned it. he he took 12 three-pointers, made five of them um and absolutely smashed so yeah i th- i think he's a great play
1: that is for sure a DraftKings play and a and a maybe to most likely FanDuel play so at a game where you normally would think, well, I don't know if everybody's priced up to where they should be. You know, you take Anthony Davis out of the equation um, and you have a little bit of uh, pricing algo deficiency with someone like Devin Booker on FanDuel. And, and suddenly you like a bunch of players in this game, Keith. So it's funny how it works. <laughs>
2: yep, you know, never know what you're going to find. For sure.
1: Anything else, man, about this five gamer that uh, we didn't bring up or you want to get out there?
2: Uh, no, I think think we pretty much covered it. Obviously, keep an eye on the news. Uh, what we've been dealing with for a couple of weeks now is just completely insane. Hopefully, we don't get too much more of these protocol situations, but always got to be keeping an eye on it.
1: Absolutely. Turn those Roto-Grinders NBA news push notifications on, everybody. We got you covered as news breaks. And let's head on out of here, Keith. Thank you for, for joining me. As always, appreciate you. For the Iceman, Keith Easter. I'm the loose Justin Carlucci. Good luck, everybody, and enjoy your day.